From Pain to Purpose is a show that will bring inspiration, love, and healing to your lives. It's a show that will teach you that your trials and tribulations in life is only temporary and that it's only preparing you for your greatest calling. A show that will give you the courage to share your story with the world and not care what others may think or say. For your story is the key that will unlock someone else's prison. What was meant to kill you, God used it to prosper, restore, and strengthen you. To always remember that without pain, your purpose cannot be fulfilled into the power that God has ordained you to walk in. From Pain to Purpose by Asia Monique. Stay tuned. Speak your truth. Hello, I'm Aisha Monique, and this is the Pain to Purpose podcast. This is episode 12. I want to say thank you to all of my supporters, all of my followers. I just want to thank the guests that came on the show and shared their story. Um, a lot of people who have been following me since I was on YouTube and I've been asked how did the podcast begin? And on episode 12, I'm going to share it with you all. Well, you was doing the uh, the YouTube first, right? Yeah. Um, how did you, what made you want to start doing the YouTube channel? I started with YouTube because I've always wanted to do visuals. Growing up, I've always wanted to write documentaries and uh, scripts for movies and scripts for plays and I've always wanted to put things into perspective. I always wanted to do visuals because it's a difference when you're reading a book. You can paint the pictures in your head but when you actually have the visuals you can see and feel what people are actually going through. So I've always wanted to create a platform to where I can show, where I can have people come on my show and share their story. And if tears begin to fall, then people can actually feel and see what that person, you know, has really experienced. So that's why I always wanted to do visuals, but it began challenging finding videographers to be able to video my my show like I wanted to because I've always wanted to be a talk show host. I always look up to Oprah. So I've always wanted to kind of follow her lead. And that's what I was kind of basing my pain to purpose off of her and Ayala. And I was introduced to said heavy traffic when I was on Facebook one day and I saw that he did a casting call for a movie entitled Sunday in Savannah. And I shot him an email and we was emailing each other back and forth and he told me to come in to audition for a role in the movie for T-Tot. And I came and then I asked him what all, you know, it was that he did. And he told me, and I was like, well, I've been trying to 
do my paintings a purpose show, but it's been hard for me to get a video videographer. So he was like, well, he had a podcast. And he was like, did you ever think about doing a podcast? And I was like, no, nah, I really wanted everything to be more visual. And so I thought about it. Weeks went by. And I felt like I, like a lot of people was asking me, what's going on with the show? What's going on with the show? And I was like, I got to find something to do because it was bothering me that I was just sitting on my, you know, gifts and my talents. So it was really doing something to me. So I was like, you know what, said, I'll just try the podcast. And um, he was like, okay, well, we're going to start on this day. And do you have a, a, a guest? And I was like, well, yeah, I have a guest. So it started from there. And we started with SoundCloud. Then we started with iTunes. And now we have Stitcher Radio. So I would like to, you know, thank Sed for that. And I would just like to thank all my followers who was there with me since YouTube and my new followers now. You know, I just like to thank you for just your kind words and just motivating me to just come back even bigger and better. And that's how Pain the Purpose podcast started. Yeah, I remember when you uh came up here <laughs> and uh you was asking, you was like, you know what all you do and everything. I told you about the movie. Shout out to uh the whole cast for Sunday and Savannah. We got another character in here too, um, Lisa. She played Asia in the movie. Um, shout out to her, she in here. But when you came in and uh, we put all the auditions out for the roles, um, might have been July of last year, 2018, and you put the auditions out. You know, this was a, a movie script that I had been working on <clears throat> for almost a year at that point. And, um, you know, I had the idea, just didn't really know how to go about doing it, and ended up getting some guidance from a production team and everything, and that's how it came to be. So we did the auditions, and you came and you read for the part, and you was asking, and I remember you were saying that you had did the Paint the Purpose uh, YouTube show. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing one episode with Tad Money on there, shout out to Tad Money. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I had never met you at that point. I just remember watching that one episode. Mm -hmm. And so when you came in, I knew the face automatically. But I didn't let you know that I knew who you were. <laughs> but I knew the face, though. So um, mm -hmm. you came in, and you know you auditioned or whatever, and we ended up picking you for the role. And in the process, you still, we started learning about what was going on. Mm -hmm. And at the time, uh, I was doing a podcast, Power Tripping. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to everybody involved with that, too. BB, Mac, and CJ. Um, and that was kind of like really the only uh, my first foray into podcasting was that mm -hmm. and um just just you know doing that and the success that we had off of it we did it for two years and it was pretty successful had a lot of endorsements and a lot of other different things going on with it sponsors i mean and um you came and it was at the perfect timing because we was getting ready to do a change in the in the podcast with power tripping because uh, one of the cast members was moving away to pursue another career. So I knew I had an offer on the table for a podcast network. And I knew that I was losing my flagship podcast. <laughs> and it was like, if anybody ever listened to it, like it's pure, it's just, it's just stupidity. It's just something for you to laugh at. And um, I was I had already been thinking about trying to do something that was legitimate, you know, something that people could 
listen to and get motivation from, uh, learn something or anything of that nature. And I knew it wasn't gonna come from power tripping. And I also know me, I wasn't gonna be the one to be able to do it. So you mm-hmm. came along at a perfect time. And you came in and you had your ideas. And I remember the first episode we did was with Siobhan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a learning process. But I want to shout out to her because she actually showed you how to do an interview that wasn't visual. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how we came to that. And out of all the episodes, the episode, this is about to be 12. So out the previous, it's actually the 12th episode, Mm -hmm. but it's episode 12. What uh out of the previous eleven, what was the the most fun you had recording one? Which one was the most fun to you? The most fun to me had to been fun was when it was me, you and Lisa. When we were sitting in here having a yeah. conversation. Wow. Yeah. Now that was funny to me. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Um but the most touching one I did was when I had Cool Ali and Miss Norma, Norma and Miss Charity on the show. Because the reason why I say that the most touching was because they actually shed tears. On the show. And that was episode nine. Yeah, episode, episode nine. nine. And when they really shed tears on the show, that really showed me that this is, what I'm doing is 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 right. Because I've always wanted people to just release what they've actually been going through. And I felt like my work was done when, when I did that. Um, I think my, I think the episode I liked the most to me was the one where we had Miss um, Normal. I wouldn't say it was fun, but the most mm-hmm. eye-opening one was Miss Normal. Yeah. I think the one I laughed at the most was the one with episode nine with, not episode nine, I think that was episode eight with Lisa mm-hmm. and us. That oh, was, yeah. That was a funny one. Um, you also had a good one too with Saida. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was, that was very touching. Yeah, that was the one with Saida about, was very touching. About date rape. Yes. That was a deep one. Um, all of them been pretty good. Yeah, though. I had some pretty good shows. You also had the one with with CJ and oh, yeah, he told CJ, a story that yeah. nobody about how he uh about why he left E ninety three. Yeah. Nobody yes. had ever been told that story before. <laughs> so. Yikes! Yeah. Shout out to yeah, CJ the that DJ. That was episode two. <laughs> So, yeah, for all the listeners, if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to all of them. Yeah, but, all of them. Yeah, that was a good one. That and then we had... Um, four, rather. Yeah, and then we had Free Lunch Baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good and one. And how he started his movement. That was probably the best one. Yeah. That was probably the so best one. So, where do you see your podcast going? Like, think about it. What you said last year... I'm gonna be in a better space next year and look at you in a better space with your podcast. It grew, you on your grind. So, the same thing you said last year for this year, where do you see yourself next year or the year after? I see myself completing the podcast, mm-hmm. but going back to visuals. 
And when I say visuals, the talk show platform, but I also want to create like maybe like mini movies or mm -hmm. promos mm -hmm. of different scenarios mm -hmm. that people are actually going through that they're that they haven't you know shared with anyone mm -hmm. for example i may have a visual of a pregnant woman and she met up with a guy she doesn't want the baby anymore but she wants an abortion so I want to be able to create that whole scene so that people can actually see that there people are going through real life situations out here. Right. So that's just one thing, you know. So I really want to, I love doing the podcast because like I said, I've always wanted to. Right. Well, you could do both. Yeah, I can do both. Right. It's all, it's, it ain't, it's, I, I feel like it's no limit and, and some people are like, well, feel like, oh, you're doing too much. No, I feel like I'm never doing enough. Mm -hmm. They should feel like they're never doing enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's so many hats that you could juggle and yeah, you're going to get tired, but I'll sleep when I'm dead. Yeah, because, you know, we all have a purpose in life. Like, mm -hmm. I feel <laughs> like we... Are, like some of us are not just born to work in a Yeah, to be regular. Just to be regular. Like if you sit on your gifts and talents, like we always saying, I wish somebody would come up with this. I wish somebody would come up with that. Mm -hmm. God had already placed that in someone, but they just not taking that step mm -hmm. to do it. So why sit on your gifts and talents? Like we all don't take that next step because of fear. And to me, like I said, I battle fear. And I had that's why I had fear on my T shirt. That was right. something that I battled. Right. And I knew what I wanted to do, but I just could not take that step. I think I was scared more of success because I know that what God has placed inside me was so big. It was right. I had big I have big dreams. Like I don't have small dreams. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I just want to be able, like, my greatest fear is to stand before God. And he asked me, what have you done with your the gifts and talents that I placed inside of you? Mm -hmm. But we knew since we were little that we always stood out. <laughs> like, everything that we did, it was always about any Asian, any Asian, any Asian. So we already knew, like, when we got older, like, pretty much what our calling was, really, really. Because like, we started up in the church. I would mm -hmm. always do liturgical dances in church. I did an old lady dance. Mm -hmm. old lady. Yeah. 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 We got to show you that. I got to show you. Yeah, I got to show you. It's a... Uh, if y'all ever heard that song, Testimony, I got a testimony. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I would dress as an old lady. I would have on my wig. I would have on a cane. Kind of like Medea. Like Medea. <laughs> really? And I would come into church. and she I was Medea before Medea was Medea. <laughs> <laughs> I would do, <laughs> seriously. And I would do like my little dance and then... um, Everybody really enjoyed that. Like everybody... That's... All, 
every time I go out in public and mm-hmm. I see somebody from the church, it's like, when you going to do that dance again? Mm-hmm. I'm like, ma'am, I was 16, mm-hmm. 17 years old. But I just recently did it. Um, no, you did I just recently what? did it in, I want to say, was it January? Mm-hmm. It was either this January or last January. I did it. A, a lady asked me and I did it. <laughs> So, you gotta see it. Yeah, y'all, y'all have to see it. I'm, I might post it. Post I it. might post it. I'm post it. Make sure you tag me in this. I can make sure. Okay, I see so it. I might post it. So stay tuned for that. Now you got all of my followers. Stay tuned. Okay. Um, and I will always be acting in church. Like I was very active praise in church. Dance. You know, praise oh, dance and acting. Yeah. So I knew all of that started. In me, yeah. when I was younger, so. and we could, both our parents was ministers of music. Her dad did the drums, my dad did the piano, so okay. we could. It was almost like we couldn't avoid it. We was always at choir practice, always. Cause just, Annie sings, and she needs to walk into. I that couldn't call. avoid it because my daddy. Every time, <laughs> yeah, get the mic. I'm like, I remember one Sunday though, I did a solo. And that was really when I think I really tapped into my gifts. I was probably like in middle school, and you know, the, my favorite song to sing was, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Go ahead and say it. Mary, Mary. <laughs> I just can't give up now. And then, like, I don't know, one Sunday, it was just like, that's when I knew that, that I was meant. Because it was different from any other Sunday that I sung that. And I'll never forget, it's like yesterday. And so, I did my little ad libs and all this other magic. <laughs> But mm, we all have a calling. Yeah, that was our calling. And for those of you out there who are, who know you have a calling, who know that there's something that you want to do, Mm -hmm. step out on faith. And once you step out on faith, it's going to be a big weight lifted off your shoulder. Imagine how many people in the world need your service that you have to offer. Like, don't sit on it. Don't let fear, like, take control of you. Take that step forward. Take Just take the step. And that's what I did with my first um, YouTube show on um, Paints a Purpose when I had Ashalana Johnson. She shared her story. And um, I had Taz, uh, ASN Media Group, Taz Gutter, I had him do my visual and I was very nervous because I was just nervous. And when y'all get a chance, check it out on YouTube. It's um, paint from from pain to purpose by Asia Monique. And when I did that show, like that really like touched me. It really touched me because it was like a weight lifted off my shoulder. It was a a, a weight lifted off my shoulder, and that's when I knew that. This is what God has really wanted me to do. That's really cool, man. Does it? Um, how did you feel when um, you started seeing the success in the podcast? I to this day, I'm still in awe. I, I'm still in awe because when I go out in public, I see people when they say people that don't even you know like it or put a comment or share it they they come up to me and say i support the movement i support what you're doing you know keep doing it keep grinding and that means so much to me because 
every day, you know, I had to push myself. I had, I had to push myself to keep going. And just, you know, some days I'm like, oh, my God. But when I push myself and I hear, you know, feedback from others, you know, it, it helps me to keep going and doing, you know, just knowing that I'm doing something right. I'm touching lives through my podcast. And the other day, um, after the show, I had um, someone send me a message and they told me, you know, you really took a lot, you know, off of me from just sharing my story. And that meant so much to me because we all are fighting battles out here and people just keeping it in because they feel like I don't want to share my story because, you know, I don't want nobody in my business. It's not about people being in your business. The things that we go through in life is not really for us. And that's what I had to learn. It's not for us. It's for us to be a testimony to others. So just, you know, just talk about things to people because you never know who lies you're touching by just, talking to them and letting them know what you got going on. A lot of times when you walk around, people ask you, how you doing? And you can be broken down inside and you say fine. You're not fine. You never know. Like God sent that person to ask you that for a reason. You could be telling them if you really be honest and tell that person what you're going through, you never know. That person may be going through that too because at the end of the day, God sends messages through people and things. So the things I could have been praying about to for God to give me an answer to, that could be through that other person. Mm-hmm. All because I expressed how I felt and I didn't keep it in. True. What about you, Miss Lucy? You got anything to drink? Um How did you start your lip by Lisa? About two years ago, I um, decided, you know, I was really, and I know I spoke on this the last year, I was going through a divorce, and makeup was always my outlet. It was always something for me to do, something that I enjoyed doing, something that I didn't have to share with anybody. Like, that was something that I, I didn't have to share that with. My ex-husband, like, I didn't have to share that. Like, it was just my little boss. Like, it was just for me. And so, that was just my outlet. And, you know, I was so used to being supportive of everyone else and just making sure that, you know, being a wife, a mom, and all this other stuff came first until, you know, I really, the my love for... Makeup really came out during that time, and it helped me cope, and all in the same month. I was going through divorce, and then my sister passed all in one month, but right before she passed, me and her were so close, and with me just brainstorming on, you know, confining her, telling her I wanted to do something, like, you know, I really enjoy makeup, and I I really didn't know lip gloss was going to be... I really thought I was just going to be, like, a makeup artist. I, I never intended to come out with a cosmetic line but you know with talking to her and things like that um she kind of inspired me you know and so I said you know what I'm just gonna do it so then came that then came the name and then you know I just stuck with it and you know I it's just something I enjoy so I was like why don't I just 
you know, keep pushing with it. And, you know, it came further than I expected. But um, it's just something that I enjoy doing. I enjoy making women feel better about themselves, even if it's a little lip gloss, a little makeup, whatever. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? So that's how it came about. So where do you see yourself in the next year or two? Well, since you asked, <laughs> um, eventually I want to open up a cosmetic store. I want to have more than lip gloss. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do some eyeshadow. Um, it's going to take a minute, but I'm trying to do some eyeshadow. Just trying to, I don't want to be like a regular shop where they have lashes kind of like a salon like that's not where I want to be like a like a just a straight cosmetic store you know what I'm saying like all to like Mac like Lisa's you know what I'm saying like whatever I, do, I just so I, I guess maybe within the next few five years whatever that's what I'm striving for yeah I mean uh, anything you want to end with Yes, I have some paint to purpose t-shirts for those of you who would like a t-shirt. I have those at merchandise and I also have some new apparel coming. So stay tuned for that. And I also have some jewelry, paint to purpose jewelry coming out. Um, they're healing magnetic uh, bracelets. Um and that's about it so if you want to get any of those you can reach out to me on facebook asia monique a-i-s-h-a monique m-o-n-i-q-u-e or you can contact me on instagram underscore asia underscore monique and i just would like to thank everyone for tuning in to pain to purpose podcast episode 12 and don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and comment. Until next time, Paint to Purpose Podcast with Money. Until next time from Paint to Purpose Podcast with Money. You can find me on Facebook at Asia Monique. And you can also find me on Instagram at underscore Aisha, A-I-S-H-A underscore Monique, M-O-N-I-Q-U-E.